it out. Go ahead, let it out. giant sunflowers that grow in like when yeah sunflowers just in general yes when they grow they're very tall they look they're they're they look like a weird alien the head of them is very large you have some weird fears uh well my friend clarissa is actually really afraid of sunflowers and when she told me about it i was like <laughs> she talked you into being afraid of sunflowers. yeah i was like oh whoa that makes sense <laughs> oh my god they're yeah they're That's creepy strange thing i just I, I saw somebody's uh trip right now across the street and it, Every time I see someone's uh, trip, I think about you now. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> People yeah. trip a lot on this street. Well, yeah. I mean, okay. So for the listeners, we're at University Heights at Twigs. And uh, a lot of this area, like the sidewalk is ridiculously yes. uneven. The yeah. city needs to do something about this because people are getting, getting injured left and right. Yeah, this is like your word. You, you could never meet a guy down here. Oh, no. I would never go <laughs> you on could a never date meet a guy here. or go on a date in University Heights because they would be such a turnoff. Did I tell you? I, I fell on a date before. Did oh. I talk about this ever? And did you ever go on a second date? Uh, was that guy like, oh, girls. Can I say who it was and then we can cut it out? Okay. So I would. <laughs> I wouldn't say we went on another date, but <laughs> we still know each other, I guess. I don't know. But uh, huh. <laughs> um, but no, there was no second date. You think um, it had to do with that tripping? I think it had to do. Well, I feel like well, there's a double standard here. Because if a woman sees a man trip, and I'm, by the way, extrapolating your feelings about tripping <laughs> to all women. <laughs> if a woman sees a man trip, it's like... You know, he's being vulnerable, and for some people, that's a turn off. Yes. Unless it's, you know, specific situations. But I don't feel like it lets men. you trip and, like, fall into a push up. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of my face. You trip, you flip over, you do a kick up. Oh, that's how I would do it. <laughs> oh, yeah, Raul would. Or, I mean, sorry. No, oh. Now I'm calling you Raul. Son wow. of a bitch. Uh, David would, because he's into martial arts. Yeah. I feel like I have a pretty good balance, and I'm, I know how to fall very well. <laughs> what a dope skill! <laughs> can fall with grace. It's a, it's is a that skill. on your resume? Yes. <laughs> so the double standard, and then. But I feel like, I mean, I can't. I don't think that men are turned off by women being vulnerable. Well, I think well, it Brittany's was very heteronormative. First of all, I mm-hmm. think it was um, the noise that I made <laughs> when I fell. That might. And have let's hear that. And, um, so I didn't let myself fall all the way. I tried very hard. To, to make it not happen sure so there was a like a like <laughs> there's like a god <laughs> sort of, like, you try to catch yourself I, <laughs> like a cartoon there was a lot of wobbling and then finally i just kind of fell to like one knee and it was like ah i just, I just wanted to kneel i heard the national <laughs> anthem playing yeah because um, it was kind of one of those things where it was like, oh, and then he was like, are you like really drunk? And I was like, no. Y- I- yes. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. oh, yes. Oh, yes. And see, I th- now now having experienced this, I think you of all people would have some empathy for other I people that trip. You, it's not even something conscious. Like, yeah. I'm not trying to dislike it. And I believe it. It just happens. I get that. I mean, everybody has stuff like that where you... It's just a total turnoff, and you, it's not an intellectual process at all. It's yeah. just like, yeah, this is just a feeling, and like, I can't control it. Jake will really like a girl, and then if she's smart, 
he doesn't like that. Really is. <laughs> well, I thought you were going to go a different way. <laughs> not true. I like plenty of smart women. Uh, but they're not smarter than me. That's the cutoff. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I used to have a strong aversion to people that were in, into astrology. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I feel like I've I've chilled on that now. Oh, okay. So you, now you're more open to it? I mean, I am still not open to the possibility that astrology is real. Oh, I get that. <laughs> David's really exploring, though. So. <laughs> That's so good I'm for an you. Now. Yeah. You're a very spiritual person. I've always felt that about you. It's all true. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, for a long time, that was just... There was a girl that I was flirting with for several... I, probably told this story on the podcast the last time I was I don't on. know. We did talk about how you hate it, but I don't know if you talked about this girl. I mean, it's just a girl I was flirting with and I kind of liked her. And then she asked me what my sign was and it was like 60 to zero. Yeah, I can see <laughs> just that. Just completely gone. But I, yeah, I have a thing about. Did you answer her or did you just immediately ghost her? I did what I, what I used to always do when someone asked me my sign. I don't know. Oh. I don't know. But then they all, don't they ask you your birthday and then they're like, oh, you're this. They do, and I try to give every possible sign that I'm not interested in that conversation. I <laughs> <You> don't care. <laughs> just like December. Oh, what day? So the seventeenth. <laughs> how are you? How are you reading that? As yeah, please continue. continue. Yeah. But you do actually know what you are, right? I am a Sagittarius. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about that. What is is that? Is that like a like a half animal, half human kind of thing? I think the Sagittarius is a centaur. A centaur. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, that's, that's dope, dude. I, I can see so. you as a centaur. Oh yeah! I oh my god, it is real. <laughs> it's all real. I just mean like you look really good with a horse lower body. That's, yeah, I, thank you so much. <laughs> I do think he would. I think so too. Not everybody would look good as a centaur. I would look terrible. You would. Brittany would look awful as a centaur. Oh my god! Can you imagine? No, you mm. couldn't. No, I could see it. I feel like you could rock it. It's just it's a matter of can you imagine someone holding a bow? That's what I think of because oh. centaurs are always archers. No, I don't. I cannot see Brittany really? holding I a bow. I could see myself holding a bow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so you'd be a decent centaur. I feel mm-hmm. like. I, David, mm-hmm. I'm skeptical about I this one. I cannot see you. That no, way. I don't think I have like the ruggedness you know to is? look like a centaur. <laughs> yeah. I'd be Rugged like, I'd be like a more like one of those guys that has wings on his boots. Hermes. That's one guy. That's not a type of guy. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably more. He's not the only no. one of a species. I know. I He's refuse to believe it. I refuse to believe it. Oh my god. He's probably got like a cousin or something too. But it's just he one just pair of boots. They just it's didn't write about him. They didn't write about him. The wing boots are not part of his biology. It's fake news. It's fake news. <laughs> oh god. Um. We didn't do an introduction. We didn't, no. But I guess now we can. Ho, ho, ho. Merry oh, Christmas, geez. everyone. And welcome to our very special episode of Unsolicited Advice. And Jake came down just for the holidays because he loves it so much. And he's filled he's, yeah. with joy. He's he's a present mm. to us for this episode. Yes. And us to him. Yes. He came wrapped in a present box and uh, we opened him up for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, everybody! Well, happy holidays. Let's let's be let's be mindful of other cultures as well. Well, we well I didn't come Christmas. down here for Hanukkah. I'll be, I'll, <laughs> I mean, I do think saying happy holidays is more woke, but I came to San Diego. Well, Brittany, isn't aren't you like part Jewish? Or My something? dad is Jewish. I say happy holidays to everyone, but I know that all three of us celebrate Christmas. So I'm saying Merry mm. Christmas to you guys and to our listeners. Happy, happy holidays. holidays! Yes, welcome back, friend of the podcast. 
Yes. So and now that intro is mercifully behind us. Yes. And we can move on. Um, yeah, happy holidays. That's my advice to you, <coughs> listeners. Say happy holidays. Oh yeah. Do you have Christmas. any any more wisdom that you can bestow oh. on us this episode? I had nothing last time. Why would <laughs> <laughs> I haven't gained any knowledge in the last two months? You know, maybe there's something you've noticed about people around this time of year. Sort of makes people crazy. Maybe something you want to. People are feeling mm. lonely. People yeah. feel pretty lonely. Do you around think this people time. are forgetting the, the what the true meaning of Christmas is? And do you want to remind them about what the holiday should really be about? Because I feel like you probably learned a lot about the true meaning of Christmas based on your upbringing. Listen. <laughs> the holidays are about supporting our major electronics brands like Panasonic, yeah. Samsung, mm-hmm. Apple. That's the reason for the season. Buy your friends and family Apple earbuds. We did just. Have I a really very actually long want those. And I, 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 there's a package that was on my steps this morning, mm-hmm. and I asked Madison what it was. She said, "Don't open it because it's your present." It's a very big box. I don't think it's headphones because no. that's really what I Ooh, need right now. Maybe it's a smart TV. <laughs> that's what I want for Christmas. It's a smart TV. So I only have one Christmas-themed question, but what about you? Are all of yours? I think I have two. Okay. But wow. maybe similar to the Halloween episode, we can try to f- make it Christmas-related once we get to that point. I once we get to what point? To the point where we're like, this is the question, and now let's oh, try to add our own Christmas <laughs> advice to it. <laughs> so you want to do normal <laughs> questions, but with a Yuletide spin. Yes. yes. Okay. You get it. So just give the advice, and then at the end say... With a Santa hat. <laughs> Something mm-hmm. like that. Or like somebody will always be in the background singing a Christmas song. Or when you're okay. answering the question, King think about what would Rudolph do. What would Rudolph <laughs> do? <laughs> I didn't want to say Santa because I feel like we've mentioned his name too many times. Is Rudolph... And when he, everyone knows when you say Santa a certain amount of time. <laughs> he Rudolph... appears <laughs> yes. and kills you. Is <laughs> <laughs> Rudolph a particularly moral character? I think he tried his I don't hardest. think he's immoral. I think what, he was no. like a victim. I, he was well, bullied, I'm not saying he's he was evil. <laughs> bullied a lot and he overcame the adversity. Well, dude, I think he's already been through enough. Why don't you back <laughs> off Rudolph, okay? Wow. But he didn't really over... He just, he just lived. He overcame How adversity. How do you know Rudolph's a boy? I think it's established in the... Well, yeah. <laughs> in the TV series, but possibly. But isn't, isn't the voice like, oh, well, I'm because he's a young, he's a young kid. Yeah, I mean, Bart Simpson is voiced by a woman. That doesn't mean he's. I have a, a voice character. that people often mistake for a woman's voice, also. But I am a man. I'm gonna close my David eyes is voiced by a woman, a female <laughs> voice actor. <laughs> I don't think you sound like a woman. Why well, get that on the phone a lot, ma'am? Ma'am, <laughs> can you time. calm down, please? <laughs> I've gotten that before, actually. Really? Not, not recently, but okay. yeah. That people think you sound like a woman. Yeah, I mean, like, not in the last few years, but when I was, like... Younger? 19 or something. It would happen maybe 1% of the time. Huh. That's interesting, because you definitely sound like a man. Thank you so much. <laughs> sound like a centaur. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Very strong. <laughs> well, that's... Okay, uh, would you rather compliment. Frosty? What would Frosty do? Well, I... Th- so I actually don't know Frosty's backstory. I don't either. He was a snowman. <laughs> well, I, know, I do know that part. Well, okay, so initially he was just lumps of snow that the children of the neighborhood built a snowman out of. Yeah. And then they put a magic Where did they get hat. the magic hat from? It's never explained. Harry Potter. What? He was there. stole a magic hat from Harry Potter. I canon. saw the first half of the first Harry Potter movie. Well, okay. that's no good. That's the worst well, one. Yes, it is. 
I thought you guys three. would be happy for me. I start at part well, three. I just thought you, I immediately, <laughs> here's, here's what happened. Here's what happened. I'm going to explain. I finally I'm broke gonna, and you don't care at all. I'm going to explain why I got defensive right now. <laughs> because. We want you to like it. I want you to like it. And I immediately was like, he's going to say, oh, it was bad. Because it's it was so long ago that they made it. You know, I don't know that it really holds up if you don't already love Harry Potter. So mm-hmm. I, I, I got scared that you were going to start criticizing it. Yeah, and I no. got I was trying to jump in front of it before yeah, you Yeah, it's like watching a silent movie. Like the standards were just so different back then in two thousand three. you know, some of the effects are a little cheesy. It was fine. It's yeah. okay if you don't I, like it. I don't think it's a very good movie. <laughs> I don't think it's a good movie either. I think you start at part three and you won't miss out on much. That's kind of when the action really starts going anyways. And then they're pretty good from there and on. And that's that's I, when they start getting hot. <laughs> these sixteen-year-olds. They start getting. I think they're. Uh, oh, the, they're, they're I'm gonna have to the edit that out. Start I think hot. they're about fourteen. I'm gonna have to add a disclaimer that says uh, Britney's views do not reflect the views okay, of this podcast. First of all, I was the same exact age as them as these movies were coming out. Uh-huh. So, yeah, not Draco Malfoy. It's fair. Okay, well, the movie was fine. I was watching with someone that was also being defensive about the movie. <laughs> so that kind of affected my view of it a little bit. There was stuff that I wouldn't even have thought anything about, but the person I was watching was like, Oh, that's going to come back later. Don't worry about that. That's, I mean, it's, I know it's so silly. It's, it's called Quidditch. It's silly. It's a dumb game. And I'm like, okay. So now, okay. now I'm curious. So this person that you were watching with, was uh-huh. it a lady? It, it was a woman. Yeah. Oh, and did you only watch half of the movie because you started boning partway Uh-oh. through? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> I mean that they. I don't know if they're related, but that did happen. Yeah. Well, keep that up then, because I feel like that's kind of skewing your view of the movie. Because I feel like non- yeah, now I loved it. Non- non- <laughs> Non-boning Jake probably would have hated Harry Potter, but I feel like boning Jake. No, is like, sex Jake loves this movie. <laughs> and there's like eight movies. That's that's eight opportunities 16 more times i get to have sex because oh, it's oh, halfway right, through half, you did right. have sex while watching children so well we turned it off did you we've all, we've all been there yes <laughs> wait what <laughs> i mean probably something sometimes weird things happen i had sex like halfway through virgin suicides oh that's a cool that's kind of a happens. cool movie to have sex that's too, so goth you're so <laughs> yeah. goth dude. i'm kind of into that i like but that. you could also end up in the rock because uh, didn't you never watch no country for old men i actually have watched it now finally okay oh. <laughs> but it <laughs> yeah, took you, you several can. years to get through that movie right um oh you know what i realized i don't know that it was no country wait no Country for Old Men is the one with Javier Bardem, right? Yes. yes. Okay, so the one that I was actually thinking of, what's a, uh, what is a different Western that came out around that same time? It's not the one with... Um, 310 to Yuma. Yes, it was 310 to Yuma. Holy what shit. the I fuck? swear to God. <laughs> How did yes. you nail that like that? That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Was, and who was oh in that God. one? Was that the one with like Christian Bale? Is yeah, he in he's in it. Yeah, Russell yeah. Crowe. Yes, that's the yeah. one that I always started oh and God. would start having sex partway through and we just never finished it. Okay. Then you finally finished it or you still haven't seen that no, movie? No, I did. I've, I've seen No Country for Old Men <laughs> since, but not 310 to Yuma. That makes so, you too horny now. No Country for Old Men. <laughs> Was that also one that you didn't finish? No, several? I just got them confused. Oh, you got them confused. Okay. Yeah. 
But um, No Country for Old Men, I'd always wanted to see because of Javier Bardem. He was supposed to be like an amazing villain in that movie, and I really like him. Um, great. And were you satisfied with his performance? Yeah, I really liked that movie. Yeah. But I don't think that 310 to Yuma, I don't th- I don't have any interest in finishing it. It's a good movie, but I mean, I don't think you're missing out on much. I haven't seen it, but yeah, No Country for Old Men is like one of my favorite movies ever. Same. It's great. Yeah. I just so. like, I'll watch it just all the time. There's no fucking score in that That's movie. That's so There's crazy. There's no music There's no score. in huh. the entire movie, and it's still... Like so watchable and compelling. That's incredible. Wow. Yeah, and you didn't, I didn't even, even notice, notice that. No, yeah. that's amazing. Right? Yeah. Yes. Should we get into some questions? Yeah. No, let's talk about movies for another <laughs> forty minutes. Maybe for a different podcast. Let's get into yeah. questions. But my question is: Is this girl your girlfriend? Do you have a girlfriend? Wait, you no, want to I mean, declare your love for her on the <laughs> podcast? We've only been dating since like the end of last month, so it seems too early. Gotta lock that down, Jake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty hot. So I, I like I... her because she likes Harry Potter. <laughs> wow, that's oh pretty God. like. That's pretty. It's every most like a lot does. of people. <laughs> it's extremely shallow thing. Yeah. You'd like her. Well, I'm glad it's going well. Yeah. yeah. It's it's fine. Did I didn't you meet her at work. Yeah. Is that allowed? I used to be. I was her like... supervisor. Oh. <laughs> so that would not have been allowed. But the day I moved apartments was like the first day we uh, hung out. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. Brittany is winking. <laughs> I don't know if you could, if that mic is picking that up, but yeah. God, this is going to be weird. She's not going to listen to this. Whatever. Well, well, maybe she'll listen to it years in the future. When you guys are married. She'll play it for our children. Kids <laughs> All that kids. good stuff. Kay. I'm never having kids. Anyway, go on. Let's yeah. Let's t- give some advice. Let's do it. Am I going first? Yeah, you have you have it up. Well, okay. <laughs> Sounds like you do not want to go first. Well, I'm not used to. Brittany always goes first, so I'm like no, throwing off a little I bit didn't right really now. Really, do you want me to go? I will. No, no, okay. it's fine. I'll go too first. much pressure. It's do you pressure. feel like your question's not good enough? Yeah, I don't. We're know starting if this is a the new one. Christmas tradition. This is a Christmas. This is a Christmas question. <laughs> yes. <Okay>. All right, <laughs> Christmas. Okay, so this one says, um, "My husband and I live five hours away from our uh, first grandchild. We see him several times a year and have a good relationship with our son and his wife. Our daughter-in-law's parents have a lovely home five minutes from the young couple's apartment. Last Christmas, we basically crashed boats. Uh, her parents' Christmas midday dinner. Our son had given us." His okay, but now we realize that that was wrong. Our son even had it out with his uh, mother-in-law last year over this. She responded, Christmas morning is just for family. In retrospect, we probably shouldn't have made the trip at all, but it was uh, baby's first Christmas. So it is obvious that these people don't think of us as family, and her parents have failed to invite us to their home for any length of time. This Christmas, when we visit... um, Oh, sorry. Uh... Uh, we always thought we got along just fine with them. We're generous with what we bring and always offer to help. We're not sure what, if anything, we're doing wrong. Are we wrong in thinking the other mother-in-law is just rude and unmannered? We couldn't imagine shutting out the other grandparents, especially if they had traveled so far. You want to know what's funny? I almost picked this question. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, wow. so this would have been the first time. Oh, but I thought sure. the question was boring, so I didn't pick <laughs> <laughs> Wow. This is no, like, this I'm, is kidding, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. Um, I do find it odd, though, that they wouldn't have given notice that they were coming. So they traveled five hours? Yeah. Sorry, there was a lot of backstory in that, so I want to make sure that I picked up on that key detail. Yeah. It was a five-hour drive to get to this other house. But didn't tell anyone in advance that they were coming? Yeah. So if that's the case, you're both insane. Yeah. Uh, It is insane to go that far to someone's house and not 
let them know. On Christmas. <laughs> on Christmas. But it's also insane for someone that you are related to by marriage shows up at your house on Christmas Day and you're you're not just like, oh, great. Like you just suffer through it and you fucking live with it. Yeah. Like you yeah. can't just be like, no, sorry, go home. Well, they did allow them. So that situation, they said they realized that that was rude to crash and not give any notice <coughs> and they felt bad about it. But yeah. I think it's crazy and super rude that since then the in-laws are like, oh, Christmas is for family only and yeah, won't really allow weird. them to come. That That's so nuts to me. Yeah, you can't say family only if it's... Like, they are your family. Yeah. I don't know what relationship... Like, what the name of that relationship is when it's your son's... In-laws? Yeah, in parents-in-law. Like, I don't know what to call that. But, yeah, that's, that's family. Yeah. Right? Like... But also, this is the kind of thing that usually, you like, coworkers? you as a as a couple need to figure out how you're going to split up the holidays. Or like, oh, yeah. we're going to spend, you know, Christmas Eve with your family, Christmas Day with your family. Or you figure out a way to kind of, like, work around this instead of saying, like, we're going to have Christmas here. You can come. Yeah. That that just seems weird. But well, also, I mean, wouldn't you, like, <coughs> if I were somebody's parents and my kids in-laws wanted to come over for christmas instead of them having to split it up i would like that would be ideal to me yeah but maybe some morning would be nice well yeah obviously but it's pretty wild also i think she should just talk to the mom herself because who knows I, i don't know all the communication is going through other people that's true too so i feel like i would just kind of be like hey what's up with us not being a lot or invite them over maybe yeah, that would way be. around or go to the ki- the the couple's house. Like you go to your kid's house and then the parents come to the both parents come to the house if that's the problem. Neutral third location. Exactly. You meet at a Holiday Inn Express <laughs> halfway a, a between. Denny's? Is Denny's open on? Oh, Probably. Yeah. Denny's yeah. is always open. If that Santa Claus movie with uh, uh, what is it? Tim Allen is. You said Santa again. Is, it, is there a rule? <laughs> He's going to kill us now. Yeah. yeah. That was oh, okay. Right, yeah. right. I forgot we're going to be murdered but. by Santa Claus. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. He's here. oh, shit. He's got a gun. <laughs> Jake wants to leave. So that movie, that Christmas yeah, movie with uh, uh, Tim Allen, if that movie is any indicator of whether or not Denny's is open on Christmas, it is open on Christmas. Oh, yeah, I mean, I just know that because uh, I know about Denny's. <laughs> You're just very not, knowledgeable on Denny's. I'm not referring to any <laughs> fictional Denny's in this Santa Claus universe. I just happen to know Denny's is always open. That's like their only that's their thing, thing about them. Yeah, is that they're always open. They're not good. They're, but no, they're, always but they're open. available. Which is almost sometimes isn't sometimes when a when something when something is always available, isn't that even better than it being a good thing? Not yes. according to the men that I've dated. <laughs> 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 well, well, that's but very. I important. would like to think so. I would very much like to think so. Also, that's one of the only things I want out of a person lately is just fucking be there. I haven't. Yeah. Been, I've been dealing with so many flaky people lately, and it's fucking driving me crazy. It hurts my soul. Not <laughs> referring to Brittany, <laughs> even though she is one of those people sometimes. Sometimes, but but yeah. um, I feel like the past couple times that I have had to flake was I'm really out of my control. Yeah. yeah. You. Uh, yeah, you I mean, a, we should be in Vegas right now. Oh, <laughs> don't you fucking care. That is not my fault. I would love to be in Vegas right now. 
Yeah. Well, well, instead you get to have a, a lovely Christmas podcast with me and Jake here at one of our favorite coffee shops. Yes, this is preferable. This is very nice. <laughs> I, I, you know, Vegas but will be there in two months or whatever. Vegas is Jake always is there, just like Denny's. It's always open. Broken up with. <laughs> well, what did you do to him? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I Why did you ruin this <laughs> for I, me? I couldn't tell you. I really could not. Similarly oh, to... Uh, let's put a pin in that. I yeah. Similarly to Denny's, Vegas is always there and always available to anybody that wants to show up. So, Yeah. Vegas is always open. It's yeah, a it's great thing open. about that city. Yeah. That's also the only thing about <laughs> Vegas, really, is... I really don't want to go. Like, my family keeps wanting to make a trip. I wouldn't like, go with family. Well, my little sister turns yeah. 21 next year and they really want to take her out. And I'm very close to my siblings, so we get along very well. It's, it wouldn't be like any family drama or anything like that. It would probably be a good time, but I just don't want to go to Vegas. I don't know. I love It's one of my favorite places. I love it. Yeah, I mean, it's Vegas is just awesome because you can walk around the street drinking yeah. an extremely long pina colada. <laughs> an extremely <laughs> long pina I don't know why that sounded odd to me no i i I know what you heard (laughs) (laughs) um but i just love gambling too so if you if you are gonna give me free drinks while i gamble yeah i'm gonna stay for six or seven hours i think i have too much of like a like a poor person mentality where like that idea of like risking my money like that gives me such anxiety so i don't enjoy it at all i don't know for me i'm like okay you would pay to go bowling or you would pay to like do an activity if i lose my money it's like i'm paying to do this activity it's not losing my money i'm i'm paying to play a game essentially a game that's not like if i I, i've lost 20 bucks 20 dollars like at the slots before and it was like slots are such bullshit i'm sorry sorry to come down on you so hard (laughs) but slots that is well, I don't know how to play poker. I don't, I don't know, know how, how to play to slots. Have you ever seen when people win? I'm like, how? That's not yeah, a pattern. I think it's they're, all they're luck. pressing a bunch of buttons. I don't yeah, understand. I think it's just luck. Well, Seems like they have it's a strategy. Purely luck, but I mean, when you win, it's so co- it, it doesn't make sense to me. When yeah, I don't know what yeah. qualifies as winning in that. No, I was but like, you oh, that's positive, and this is negative. I know how to play blackjack. Blackjack. Yeah. That's that's very simple. That's fun, and you don't lose money very quickly. Like even if you are losing, you can lose for hours lose for a and long not time lose, oh, not the, lose too much money the past two times i went to vegas i have made 50 dollars last like seven hours and yeah. then you're getting free drinks the whole time the fuck why would i want to be playing a game for seven hours because you get free drinks and you just get real caught up and you, if the time flies by so it, yeah it, there's it, no windows yeah <laughs> right, like it's intentionally really, it's really fun okay it's dope yeah Pretty. Let's go to Vegas. You want to drive there after this? Let's go. I right would now. love to. Let's crash the hotel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Gambling rules. Uh, but I love playing poker. Cool. Yeah. That's that's very fun. You should learn all these games. Mm. Yes. Stop playing slots like an old lady. Yeah. I did it a if couple I times and was like, this is not my thing. Slots is how you actually make money, though. People make... Yeah, it's uh, not worth it. Yeah. They're so boring. I'd rather lose money playing like three-card poker or something. Yeah. I than agree. win $9 over the course of six hours playing slots. All right. Ugh. Let's get to the... Okay. I'm a gambling snob, I just realized. <laughs> yeah. um, I just started seeing the same therapist my boyfriend went to until three months ago, and I can't shake the feeling that something happened between them. It was the way she was smiling when she was talking about him and the fact that she mentioned him without it being necessary. Also, he told me one of the reasons he stopped seeing her was because their conversations got too casual, and the fact that I don't trust him or myself. I asked him about it, he told me nothing happened between them, and then immediately asked why I would think that. What should I do? I can't 
can't stop thinking about it and would like to search for another therapist if something were to have happened between them. I feel like I'm losing my mind. It what? sounds like she is in therapy for a good reason. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck, man? Yeah, I mean... Nothing about that seemed indicative of them having a relationship. She just, she knew him and seemed to like him yeah i guess is say positive thing. things about this person that she's in a relationship with yeah but i mean regardless yeah maybe don't have the same therapist as your boyfriend like just get another therapist yeah it's that's <laughs> that's like very cut and dry it's odd you uh, have this is a good question to bring to your new therapist definitely <laughs> say yeah. like hey my other therapist mentioned my boyfriend and I immediately got super jealous and insecure. And she smiled while she talked about them. So is that inappropriate? <laughs> she could ask, you know? Yeah. Um, it is funny because yeah. I saw a therapist for a long time and then I stopped going to him and then I referred Caitlin to him. So Caitlin started seeing him and now I'm also seeing him again. So it's even weird to go to the same therapist that you, your best friend has gone to as well and then like talk about your best friend and know that he knows your best friend who is also probably mentioning you. And I don't know. It's just kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, ideally your therapist would be just a person who's like phased out of reality as soon as you're session is over uh-huh. like they do not exist in any in any other part of your life in any way mm-hmm. so having like any kind of personal history even if it's all in your head just, yeah get a new fucking th- there's so many therapists in the world it also sounds like she just needs to get a new boyfriend because if you're this jealous yeah about that he was sleeping with his former there i don't know i mean it, it might just be her problem oh i gotta say if he is charming enough to fuck his therapist <laughs> What true what king? A stud. This man is uh, an absolute alpha. Yeah, I would vote for him for president. That's amazing. Yeah, what is pretty cool? Because you go to school for like eight years specifically to learn to not fuck your clients. Yeah, because transference—it's crazy. Yeah, of course they're gonna fall in love with you. You're yeah. like the nicest person in the world. My therapist is not even attractive at all, and but you're I'm in like, love with I won't. No, I'm not in love with him, but no. I really want him to love me. Oh my god. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> that was way worse than being in love. No, but you do get like, well, I I, yeah. I mean, to be fair, I want a lot of people to love me, so I guess it's not that weird. I just want any, please, just anyone, please love me. Right, okay. but that's why it's therapy is like so important because like they will not tell you, Brittany. I I want you to know I love you. Like they can't tell you that. Yes. So well, you they have could. to It'd just be extremely inappropriate. They, I mean. <laughs> Sure, it's, it's possible for them to say, but I think they would get in trouble for saying, I, I love you. I just like him to laugh more at the things that I say. Oh, yeah. If I had a therapist that didn't think I was funny, that would be, I'd be done with them. Yeah. But then wouldn't you feel like you're, you'd be trying to be entertaining to your therapist? And shouldn't you be like, yeah, but that seems like you shouldn't be doing that. How else do you interact with humans? <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> what else do you, do? you interact like that with everybody else. But with your therapist, you should be able to be like, yeah, I always try to make everybody laugh because I'm insecure. I, I actually <laughs> am not very funny in therapy. I, 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 come, I come off angry, he says. So, hmm. you know. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. I don't think huh. of myself as an angry person, but maybe he's right. It's just deep in there. It's repressed. It hasn't come out yet. Yeah. I what guess. are you angry about? <sighs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> she said that mm. with a smile, but oh. her eyes said something different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Nothing at all. My hands are really numb. It's cold. It's not that bad. Feel how cold it's my hands cold. are. Oh, they're pretty cold. I dropped my phone. <laughs> Fuck. 
<laughs> was that was that very did that count as tripping if i drop my phone is that really unattractive <laughs> no, it's damn fine. it's never gonna happen now dave <laughs> it's fine <laughs> okay oh it's my turn sorry okay cool um this one's just dumb but i i thought it was i'd be interested to see what you guys thought about it okay um okay so this one says i'm a man here's a scenario i'm going through i already don't like it yeah (laughs) i'm going through a door especially a spring-loaded door with a woman i hold the door open for her what's a spring-loaded door like one that closes closes, yeah like it's like it pushes back it's a man thing. Oh, yeah, okay. Thing. I Knowing about spring-loaded doors. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. If the next person is a man, I'm thinking that I release the door for him if he holds it open for his companion. However, what if the next few individuals are women? Do I continually hold it open for them until the next <laughs> man appears all the while my companion is further <laughs> away? Or do I release it at the woman immediately after my companion, even though she is a woman? I'd appreciate your take. I don't... So this is... <laughs> This is like a, a Buddhist koan. Like there's it's <laughs> paradoxical. You can't. He has to stay there. F- he can never forever. Leave. What if I'm the last man on earth? How? When do I ever? <laughs> do I ever get? Will I ever find relief? Must I stay at this post until my death? You know, it's like I, the Night's Watch. I understand the anxiety about that, but just not man or woman, but just like how far is too far to wait f- to hold the door open for someone? Or do I often pretend that I don't see the person behind me? Totally. Yeah. It, it's very weird that this is gendered. That seems extremely old fashioned to me. Yeah. I, I don't consider, oh, this person's a man. Mm-hmm. I'm going to decide. Yeah. yeah like, well, sorry, Fred. <laughs> slam it in your face. <laughs> But yeah, there is an etiquette thing of like you you have to hold it open a little bit if the person's right behind you. But like, how far yeah. away can they be for it to be acceptable for you to just let it close behind you? I've definitely had to start kind of running a little bit because somebody's holding a door open for me and I'm an awkward distance away. Yeah, yeah, that's uncomfortable too. Thirty feet away. And I feel just like in that situation, that person should just close it and let you open. Yeah, it I yourself. would prefer Absolutely. that. Yeah, I I do notice though that sometimes I will hold open doors for guys, and they'll kind of like seem a little weird about it. Hmm. That is such a like a fucking boomer thing. It's so weird. Yeah, grow up. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. Well, uh, I should just start being like, "Ow!" <laughs> like my arms. <laughs> I'm not strong enough for this. <laughs> <laughs> Who will pick up the baton for me? <laughs> yeah. um, I like holding the door open for people all the time, and now my kids are super into it as well. So whenever we go to a place and they see somebody behind, they always want to hold the door open for them. It's, it's like polite. their hobby. <laughs> well, like if we're, if we're at a place, no, I mean, they just yeah. like, yeah, if we're at a place and they see people coming, they, they like holding their door open. They just like, because they see me do it all the time. Yeah. But there's also, so like once two or three people have walked out, if yeah. there's like a lot of people behind, uh-huh. It's incumbent on the next person yeah, to then point. reach out yes. uh-huh. and press the door. But if they don't, what do you do? You just have to yeah. stay there oh, yeah. until another strong man comes along. <laughs> you just have to stay there until someone has the decency to, yeah. you know. If there's like a huge line of people, you don't have to open the door for anybody. Right. Because there's already a bunch of people going through but once passing you do the it, door onto each other. Once you do it for one person, though... Then you're trapped. You are. You've you've yeah. You've used the monkey paw. You're you are trapped in this situation now. Yeah. Where you can't just hold it for one person and then let it close on the next person. Yeah. So if you there's a long wait for that little break. 
like traffic you know you just yeah. get in there's like okay now it's my turn <laughs> yeah. um are your kids the type of kids that really like to press elevator buttons i don't think so Good. if they I did hate, i wouldn't let them I do that getting into elevators with people with kids and then their kids are like i want to press it i want to press it. i'm like we're getting to where we're fucking going <laughs> if you press the button or don't press the button but i'm pressing my button and this elevator's a moving. <laughs> no, I wouldn't let my kids just touch all the buttons on the elevators. Okay. <laughs> no, but yeah, even waiting for the child to and have a fight like, with their yes, parents about... Yes, you can do it. Yeah. Okay, oh, press that. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because then if you wait too long, now you're going to start going the other way. Yeah. Because somebody else... And then you're giving people time to get on the elevator, the door is opening and close. It's just... A yeah. Oh. Elevators, are, they're a real tricky one <laughs> there was an elevator at the last place i worked where it was at a mall and i don't know what it was about this particular elevator elevator but every time it opened on the ground floor people would not do the thing that we're all socially conditioned to do which is wait for the people in the elevator oh my god to get out yes and then get in so every day this used to happen i would get to the bottom floor doors would open there'd be someone waiting for the elevator and they would see me and other people inside and they would decide, Oh, I have to go in now and not wait for them. But they would, they would say they would push past me while I'm squeezing out and say, sorry, they would apologize while they were doing it. Huh. I'm like, just, you know, it's wrong. It's worse that you're apologizing yeah. because now I know that, you know, you know, it's wrong, yeah. but you still keep doing it just to every play day. Devil's advocate. Oh, please. <laughs> I do not do this, but I also am irrationally afraid of getting caught in an elevator door <laughs> because there are some elevators. So first sunflowers, now this. There, okay. <laughs> We're really starting to unpack okay. these strange fears of yours. There are some <laughs> elevator doors at my work who that don't work properly. So they start to shut and you kind of you put your arm in to have it reopen and the sensors don't work and it's mm. just kept shutting so okay. maybe these people are afraid that if they don't get in right away the door is going to shut on them yeah and so they're like i'm so sorry i'm so sorry but i have to live <laughs> okay. maybe there's somebody else out there with britney's very particular so fear. you think <laughs> roughly i'm sorry did no one else see the movie speed when they were young and develop a fear of elevators no i never saw the movie mm, i've never seen it but <clears throat> I'm not. Is it a movie? I'm not even unsympathetic to that possibility. <laughs> but do you think forty percent of the residents of West Hollywood have that exact fear, and they need, they can't, they have a compulsion to push past me when they get into the elevator? They can't help themselves. I think it's weird that we trust elevators so much, to be honest. Yeah, yeah I mean, think about all the people you know that have been murdered by, by elevators. elevators. <laughs> it's the leading cause of death I in the United States. I also saw a Faces of Death video when I was in seventh grade, and it was a person who was smushed by an elevator, and they were pulling out body faces. parts. What yeah. country was this in? I don't know. I used to watch Faces of Death a lot, and none, uh, not uh, a lot of them seemed like they were in America. That might have been something you should have avoided. I, maybe I should talk to my therapist about that. Definitely actually, do. Oh, how that is that not the first thing you talk about? I when I was 11, <laughs> I was watching snuff films. Yeah. That's yeah, Faces of Death is brutal. One one particularly made me feel sick for quite a while. And now I haven't been able to feel anything since. Wow. Let's, right, get let's to our on. next <laughs> question. <laughs> okay. So this is a Thanksgiving and Christmas themed question. Cool. Okay. It says... 
I'm not sure how to handle Thanksgiving and Christmas meals at my in-law's house. Last year, right before the meal, I watched my mother-in-law's cat eating on the dining room table. It was hard not to vomit. I noticed the salad dressing had expired years ago. In addition to all this, she leaves the dog and cat bowls on the same counter as the food being cooked. While it's probably not an actual safety threat, this is incredibly unappetizing. Over the years, I've found ways to get around eating most meals at the house. I sneak out for errands and run to a fast food joint. I've also convinced them that I love cheese puffs that come in one of those huge containers. I can roll through a gallon of puffs in a few days if we are staying with them. My wife has spoken to both her parents about this several times. Nothing has changed. What should I do over the holidays? I don't want to ruin these meals, but I don't think I can sit at the table and eat the food in front of me. I'm also not sure I want my children eating food that is unsanitary. Your advice. Oof. That's fucking... That's a rough one. Yeah. That's gross. Yeah, what do you do? That's, a, that's honestly a really difficult question. The cat eating on the counter, that didn't bother me. I was like, I, I, I think people get really <sighs> uptight about animals um, around food, but... They might, but, but if they do, they can't really help that reaction. That's and if it grosses them out, then... True, yeah, but it, the salad dressing being expired for years... It, I mean, it kind of makes me think that these parents are mentally ill a little bit. Yeah. Um, that was I was imagining like hoarders. Yeah. Hearing these descriptions, like this is that's a tricky one, but I feel like you have to invite them to your house, and if they say no, you just don't go. That's what I was gonna say, but it seems as though they probably maybe live in a different state because he said when I stay there for days. Yeah. So maybe it's right. not feasible for them to come to where they are. I, it seems like it's probably unavoidable for them to go to their house. I, I'm, I guess I'm too cold to answer this, too cold-hearted to answer this in a Yeah, if you were married, way. Jake would be like, I'm sorry, I'm just not going. Yeah, I'd be like, we'll invite them here. And if they say no, we just don't go. Or you could go stay at a hotel. And then, like you were saying about the other people, have Christmas at a third party or a neutral <laughs> location. Neutral third party. At a Denny's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure their dressing is totally fine. Comparatively. <laughs> I think their ranch dressing is good, actually. I've never had it. I don't, like, I don't really like ranch. Wow, source of real tension in this podcast. <laughs> it's gross. No, it's, it's not, but it's okay. <laughs> no, it's it's no balsamic vinaigrette. That's my <laughs> dressing of choice. Is it? Absolutely. I've seen you order ranch on a many. I'm not saying I've never eaten ranch. I've actually never seen you order a balsamic. I don't think. Oh, we don't get a lot of salads. Oh, there's this place called Sweet Greens. If we went to soup plantation today, oh. then you know, might be a different story. David I don't think was trying putting... trying to go to soup plantation. Oh, I love today. soup plantation. They'll be yeah. closed after this, so we'll have to figure out a different option. But um, well, I, mean, I w- ate way too much pizza earlier, so I don't even know if I'm going to be able to have dinner. But uh, oh. if if we were to go to soup, uh, soup plantation, would you put ranch dressing on your salad? Oh hell yeah! Oh, that's gross. Yeah, of course you would. Of course. <laughs> would you? Soup plantation. It, I mean, it depends on the salad. Okay. I like a sweet salad. That's my jam. Okay. So what kind so of dressing do you usually put? Because they have that big tub of dressing. A balsamic dressing. Yeah, if you're right having there. a sweet salad, you got to go with balsamic. Yeah. But if but if you're not, then ranch. Mm. Yeah, definitely not for me. Soup Plantation has really good ranch, too. <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, okay. Whose turn is it? Anyway, what was this question? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm so stumped. I just want to ignore it because I like, honestly have no advice for this person. Yeah, I mean, if that's... Okay. <clears throat> if they're doing expired food... That's a health health concern. Yeah, for sure. If your wife is not, she's saying she's talking to her parents. She's obviously not really standing up to them in a real way. So, yeah, you invite them to your house or you say, sorry, dude, 
I'm not going to eat your old food. Or you go and make the food. I, I don't know. Bring your own dressing. Or just make sure that the food's good and tell them you don't like the animals on the counter. I don't know what else you could oh, do. Let's, let's get honey-baked ham this year. That's why I think they're mentally ill. Because if, if your daughter is telling you, hey, we don't want to eat years-old expired food. And they're saying, "Yeah, I, I don't understand Too bad. why. <laughs> yeah. ta ta or takeout. Takeout take or just get like one of those like, you know, like catering. That's another thing. Definitely get Chinese food on Christmas because they're always open for Jewish people. Yeah. It's a great option. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've gone to P.F. Chang's on Christmas. It was great. Yeah. Nice. That's the solution. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they're listening because we solved it for you. Cool. Cool. All right. Let's see. Um, Man, how many times? I don't really like this one. I'd rather just skip it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this one says, uh, I have a close friend who is in her mid-30s. She's a wonderful, divorced, hardworking Christian mother of four who has finally Gross. ventured mm. back into the dating seat. She's also a pillar of her community. Uh, <laughs> I, I added that. She's currently seeing a guy who is, in all respects, uh, perfect for her. She says, unfortunately, when it comes to romance, for some reason, she can't seem to get aroused, and it's now at a point where she avoids his kiss if possible <laughs> she really likes him a whole she, so she really likes him and would love for this to work and feels conflicted because she doesn't know how to light her fire and find him intimately attractive she's afraid that she'll eventually push him away even though she wants the exact opposite any advice i can pass along this well, is one like for a friend which i think is I i've never mm. gotten before it, through all this entire time wait that was what this is a person asking for their friend. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, it sounds like that lady has made a good friend. It sounds like she has a best friend. I don't understand why she needs <clears throat> him to be her boyfriend if she's not romantically attracted to him in any capacity. Well, it seems like they kind yeah. of are. They have a thing because she. I mean, she, he is her boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> at this point. <laughs> but yeah, if you're unless you're asexual or something like that. If you're with someone and you do not want to kiss them, you probably should not be dating them. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like that's maybe too simplistic. <laughs> of an answer. But I just don't understand. I feel like this happens so much and people are like, oh, I just, I, he's so nice and, or like vice versa. And I just really love everything about them, but I'm not super attracted to them, but I want them to be my boyfriend. Why do you want them to be your, your yeah, that, significant that other That is called then? being a friend. Yeah. I don't understand it. Like if you're not attracted to the person, then they're your friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't agree more. <laughs> okay. This one was too easy, David. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'll give you guys a harder one next time. Okay, well, I have all the tricky ones. Oh. Let's see. Another difficult one. Now, okay, here's a reversal of this question. What if you are super physically attracted to them, but their personality is dog shit? Well, you keep dating them. <laughs> right? Yes. That is a tough one. You <laughs> okay. date them for a little while until it gets to be unbearable. Okay, this is a fine one, I think. Yeah, I guess that's true. I'm thinking just no relationship. I guess it depends on how upset. bad it is also. Like how bad the their personality, personality is. Intolerable. Oh, Intolerable, then yeah, no. I can. Uh, yeah. Also, there's certain things too. We were talking about certain weird turnoffs earlier and I forgot to mention this, but... Uh, when people sneeze too much, it really bothers me. I think we have talked about that before. <laughs> yeah, if it's too many times in a row. Too many times in a row, I'll get really annoyed. And I can't, like, sometimes a person has allergies or something and they can't help it. Well, but yeah, I'm you just can like, never help it. I'm just, like, really, like, on I the inside. I'm I like, love sneezing, man. <laughs> 
some people do i actually do it you know it's like what is it so, some people like uh, and they'll be doing it and i'll just be like on the inside just trying to be like cool about it but i'm like so Your annoyed blood's boiling <laughs> on the inside yeah yeah i gave riley heft a ride one time and he sneezed like five times in a row and i'm like you gave who a ride <laughs> riley heft <laughs> oh i thought you said raul i was like <laughs> no that'd be funny too so after that you didn't even want to be friends with him no i haven't talked to him since <laughs> <laughs> i believe you um okay this next question i work at a high level in marketing irrelevant i love it yes and i'm supervised by tammy an older moody and somewhat unpredictable woman a few weeks ago we had a massive networking event and dinner for my industry that spouses were invited to so my boss and everyone got to meet my husband for the first time it seemed to go well then the following Friday night, my husband told me that he received a very strange call from someone that he thought sounded like Tammy. She has his number as my emergency contact. He said he answered the phone and a lady who sounded like Tammy asked him what he was doing that night. He said she sounded kind of drunk and he asked her if this was Tammy, my boss, and she chuckled and said yes. After a couple more moments of somewhat slurred speech, he hung up and she didn't call back. He immediately told me about it when I got home. I'm angry that Tam- um, that Tammy, whether she remembers or not, tried to come on to my husband. I wanted to confront her, but I have no idea what I would say. My husband is upset as well and thinks Tammy was out of line. Am I just supposed to try to forget this ever happened? I can't look at Tammy the same way anymore. So my favorite part about that was when she was describing the call, she's like, he heard a voice on the other line and he suspected it was Tammy. <laughs> That's what I thought. And then later, <laughs> later asked her, is this Tammy? And she said, yes. yes. Like, so yeah. they'll just say Tammy called. Right. <laughs> he, he picked up the phone and there was Tammy. <laughs> there on the line. <laughs> the person is not a great in case you're wondering, In case you're wondering how I came about this information, my husband suspected. And then so he asked, is this Tammy? She said, yes. I looked, at, I looked at the person's face and it seemed like Tammy's face. And then recognition. <laughs> This was Tammy. <laughs> she should write a novel. <laughs> or it's like it's like you know how um, textbooks for school they got paid by by each word that yeah. they wrote, so there would just be a lot of unnecessary information. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what should she do, guys? I uh, unionize. <laughs> That's <laughs> of course every time. But on top of that, I. I it's fucking weird. I guess it depends on how, f- how, uh, like, how much of an issue you think that this is. Like, she's really that bothered by it. Like, I guess you can talk to her about what it. But she's point? right to be bothered. No, by totally. It. Yeah. yeah I just, uh, but I mean, what is she gonna? Do? I mean, is it is it is, is it is it, ma- is it that much of a problem that it's like you can't just like leave it this time? And if she does it again, then yeah, I guess that's kind of. But I, I don't know. If, like. Because all what oh, Tammy's going to be like, uh, the best that would happen is Tammy's mortified. And then she's like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. Uh, OK. Yeah. I wouldn't well, say the best case scenario is that Tammy gets fired or you just don't. But it's not going to happen. Tell her, but tell everybody else about it. So then everybody knows that this chick is like trying to. Oh, <laughs> then you can like ruin that. her life. I like that. Ruin her life instead. Yeah. I just I mean, I don't know. It would bother me, but I would I don't think there's a to confronting her about it unless like you said it kept happening sort of thing yeah i mean it's like it was also such an unrealistic thing to like you call up a fucking stranger basically and try to see what yeah. they're doing that <laughs> night she knows. like this is like and like it was it just it seems like an impossible scenario it's very weird i could understand if she already had the husband's phone number but for her to look at her emergency contact to get his phone it's number a little exce- yeah i guess that is kind of definitely crossing the line right and there. why didn't she just text him why did she call him 
She's probably maybe old. this. Yeah. Like an old when was this written? Maybe yeah. it was uh, one of these advice columns from the 1990s or something. Um, possibly. Yes. No, maybe she's she a, a female him. boss, so <laughs> it's definitely not. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I say you just let it slide. That's kind of. So, but it's, it's not cool, but also like. I don't okay. know if it's so severe that yeah. it's worth making a big deal about. But it sounds but if like you want to, you're totally justified. Right. Right, you are justified. But and it also sounds like Tammy is otherwise still not great. Yeah. It's not like she's a totally normal, reasonable boss. Yeah. Except for this one weird incident that I yeah. can't get over. Then that's a different situation. But that just makes it seem like she's just like a sad person. Yeah. I mean, you're going to you're, sure. you're going to dislike her no matter what. Most so. bad people are also sad. Yeah. Yes. But just a kind of reminder. I sometimes I have that with certain people that I work with who are shitty and then I'm just like, "Oh man, like I just feel bad for this person because they're just like shitty because they're so fucking unhappy and their life is miserable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Hurt people hurt people. Wow. <laughs> And you just came up with that on the fly. Oh, That's yes. amazing. Yes, I did. Yeah, I, uh, certainly people who do shit like this, it's not, I'm sure her romantic life is not going swimmingly. And then she decided, you know, yeah, I think I'll f- look through my employee's emergency contact, find the first male name I can find. Or and maybe call this them. woman's husband is just that fucking awesome. No, he's just so if he's anything, probably the same guy who was boning the therapist. therapist. Probably, yeah. yeah. <laughs> in, that, in which case, you should feel fucking really lucky that there's a person out there that wanted to fuck your husband so bad that they broke all ethics <laughs> to find yeah. his number That's and try their fucking des- in their most desperate moment to fuck this person. Yeah, your husband could have any woman in the world, including Tammy, <laughs> but he chose you. And Tammy is a boss at a high-level marketing company, mm-hmm. so she is... Yes, we have to factor in the high-level marketing company. Yeah. That plays into this in a big way. Uh-huh. Yeah, just, I, I don't know. If you have a bad boss and they do something that's wildly inappropriate... Oh, she should murder her like horrible bosses. Oh, yeah. How did that work out? I forget. Um, it worked out well for them. I don't right. think any of them killed anybody, right? Yeah. I've never seen uh, yes. Oh, okay. So, but uh, well, I don't think they. Well, there was a sequel, so I guess I assumed they all lived. I think uh, Kevin Spacey ended up killing one of the bosses. I thought Kevin I Spacey was was a boss. boss. He, he was, but it just you got I, there. A lot of hijinks <laughs> happen, you guys. Oh. It um, sounds rich with incident. <laughs> I'm not interested. I have to add a spoiler disclaimer at the beginning of this conversation. Yes. <laughs> well, all right. Okay. So this one is uh, interesting because um, it, has, it, has, it, has fo- <laughs> it has some follow-up also. Oh, okay. okay. So this says, uh, I'm a first-time mom of a toddler. I suffer and am being treated for anxiety issues. I am having trouble finding the balance on gun safety and awareness in other people's homes, especially... Wait, wait what? <laughs> it's, it's they probably don't live in California. Okay. <clears throat> I guess maybe not, yeah, so... Uh, having trouble finding the balance on gun safety issues and awareness in other people's homes, especially if my daughter will be visiting. I grew up in a household where my father hunted and had guns in the house. However, he stored them safely in, lo- in a locked cabinet and was only one with access to the key. He also stored uh, ammunition separately. Where um, where do I draw the line? Do I ask everyone who whose house I'll be going to whether they have guns? What are the appropriate questions? Do I ask where they are stored and who has access? What else should I ask? Or should I <coughs> mind my own business? <sighs> I know the question won't be appreciated by everyone because it will seem like I am questioning their judgment. And you said there's follow-up to this? 
Yeah. That so does not bode well based on the question. <laughs> My child is now deceased. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you going to wait for us to answer? Yeah, I want to see what you guys think first. Uh, but I just, I just find this question so bizarre. Uh, um, Having lived in Southern California my whole life, this is extremely alien. Yes, I've never been in someone's house where they have a gun. It has never happened to me. If they do, it's in a closet locked away somewhere. Like no one has hunting rifles or whatever. That yeah. just does not happen Maybe at all. Maybe it would be. Uh, uh, I don't know. Is it unreasonable to say, hey, do you have, if you live in a place where having guns is very common, to say, do you have a gun and is it in a locked? Because you do hear about kids who found a random yeah. gun that yeah. wasn't properly. But also, I don't know, maybe I wouldn't just like let my kids over at someone else's house that I didn't trust that they would look out for them. I don't know. I'm kind of yeah. protective. So I'm not like. Like Madison growing up, her mom basically let her stay over at people's houses all the time, which is not the case for me. Like I didn't really ever get to do that until I was in high school. Uh, And so I don't really I'm not that kind of parent that just like was like, hey, there's a party. I'm just going to drop my kids off at this person's house and then I'm going to leave. Like I'm always around (laughs) watching them. So it just seems strange to me that I, I don't know that they would even be in this scenario in the first place. But if you are that kind of parent then I would imagine it, you would just not let them go to people's houses if you didn't trust the person. Right. Or ma- I mean, maybe some people would find it rude for you to ask that, but isn't that better than the <clears throat> alternative? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would argue that yes, that's <laughs> definitely the case. Yeah. Someone being killed with a gun. But I guess it's just like, I would never even think to ask, do you have guns in your house and where do you keep them? And are they stored away? Yeah, I guess. But isn't that kind of the same? Like for us, I'm sure we had uh, like you would be like you would have your parents who would ask the other parent like, hey, are you going to be home the whole time sort of thing? That seems way more reasonable, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I I mean, I think it's pretty reasonable to just be a little bit more protective enough that you know that without having to ask. Like maybe you don't. Maybe you have to go with your kid the first yeah. time they go to a new person's house. That seems like super fucking reasonable. Yes. And then you don't have to call your kids, friends, parents and be like, where are your guns? <laughs> Do you practice safety? Just you don't have to worry about that shit. Yeah. Because you just know. Yeah. Gotcha. If your child is old enough to play at their friend's house by themselves without you there, then t- teach them about gun safety and you stay away from that gun. <laughs> Stay away. You don't know how to use it. Or you get them one of those backpacks that has the bulletproof yeah. casing in it. Mm-hmm. So if there is a gun around, they just hold Turn their backpack around. out. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's real quick. Mm-hmm. Or they could just teach their kids how to use a gun properly. Or you could dip <laughs> them in the river stick so they become immortal and impervious to bullets. There's exactly. a lot of options. They just yeah. don't get shot <laughs> in the heel. Just do not get shot in the ankle if you do that. <laughs> if you go with that plan. Yeah. Okay, so so apparently the person that originally answered this question got like a ton of fucking uh, shit for it because they said asking all those questions can be off-putting, and so there was like a they, she had to do a retraction uh-huh. because uh, yeah, a lot of people were like, like, "Who cares about being off-putting in that situation?" But anyway, go on. Uh, I don't know. I just was curious because it's just like. What do you guys think about that? Because she basically was like, those questions can be off-putting or whatever, and everybody just gave her shit, and she had to do a retraction to be like... People gave her shit, like... For saying that. Like, who cares if it's off... It's not off-putting to ask about 
gums. No, she's. I guess she's. She was kind of saying like, don't ask. Because don't ask. It's those off-putting. are weird questions to be asking people. Right. So the the question asker said these are awkward questions. The people. No. Who, the, the the advice the giver. Original advice giver said, don't don't ask those questions because it can be off putting and yes, it would be rude. Basically. Oh, yeah. I see. And then so right like a bunch of people readers. wrote in and like we're like thought that that was not cool that she said that oh yeah they're right yeah (laughs) (laughs) this advice giver sucks like yeah this it's one of those many things in life can be quickly solved by a risk reward assessment yeah so what you're risking Uh is an awkward conversation and maybe you know the your kids friends parents think you're kind of rude or nosy or busybody or they think you're a liberal or whatever. Uh-huh. Like, okay, that kind of sucks. But on the other side, <laughs> you are slightly less likely to have your child involved in a gun murder. Yeah. yeah. That seems worth it to me. I don't know. Maybe I'm just one of these California lefties over be. here sitting in judgment at Ivory Tower. Yeah. Looking down at all the rubes in the flyover states with their... <laughs> Clinging to their guns. I just feel if yeah, I guess it makes more sense coming from the context of you live in a place where there's more guns around. Because I feel like I would like yeah. talking to a couple of people, like getting to know the people whose families I'm letting my kids stay with. Yeah, I would like know their views on that. Sure. So it just seems like it yeah, would my be... my kids are not allowed to be friends with Republicans. <laughs> <laughs> That's my rule. Well, it's just funny to me when you read these, uh, the advice that some of the people give, because these people are so unqualified. Like the one... I mean, we're like pretty us. unqualified. <laughs> so. I know, but I feel like I read some of the things that these professionals say to people. Like the one where the lady thought um, she was fucking her therapist, or her boyfriend was fucking the therapist. The advice was... Um, why don't you ask your therapist why your boyfriend and her ended their therapy uh, uh, doctor relationship? And I'm like, because legally the therapist would not be allowed to disclose that information. Like, are you serious? Yeah, the therapist can't even confirm that That, she saw her boyfriend. She only knows that because her boyfriend told her. Right. So I'm just like, that's your advice as a professional to ask her therapist a question she would be unable to answer. Yeah. (laughs) Great advice. <laughs> I guess it's just ask her that question and then read her face. Yeah. yeah. Study her micro expressions. Is she smiling when you when you say her boyfriend's name? Does she start crying when you ask why he stopped going? When you pull, she, a, pull a gun, tell her if you don't tell me the truth. Yeah, mention her name. Mention your boyfriend's name and see if she becomes aroused. Oh, look at that. <laughs> well, I hope she makes a great appearance in Schindler's List. <laughs> <laughs> How if they make their was a veiled threat? <laughs> no, that's actually really great because she that'd probably be a really good role. Yeah, oh, that yeah. kid. Oh. I mean, she. I was pr- thinking more the character in the movie than. Uh, oh well, she's. He said the like. An in, appearance. The Schindler's, so Schindler's List. Yeah. So that means that she'd get a job, yeah. acting, and possibly if she's lucky, she's kind of kind of brown. So she probably wouldn't be one of the Nazis. So she'd probably get more. You know, more uh, <laughs> more screen time as one of the Jews, possibly. Who knows? Oh, yeah. Uh, okay. Was he saying he hopes that your daughter dies? That's wh- that was how I, I took that. That's as kind of what I thought. I he said she's I mean, holocausted. 
Schindler's List. I don't know. I I, I interpreted it as the movie Schindler's List. Like if they do a remake of that, because it's about time. It is about time. It's they definitely need to get on. Yeah, that. it's getting. To, when did that movie come out? Like early nineties. Yeah, I want to know what long? happens. What's the runtime on that movie? <laughs> no, they would do a reboot. <laughs> Three hours and 20 minutes. Okay, I'm going to look it up. Oh, my gosh. My hands are so numb. It's hard for me to even use my phone. We might need to wrap up soon. Yeah, we need to because my phone's about to die. I mean, my, my uh, recorder's about to die. So uh, let's wrap this up. Huh? That's weird. I mean, that's why it's I, always I weird we for Nick Beasley. Yeah, we do. That, yeah, that was Nick, Nick Beasley. Beasley. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so um, that's the end of our episode. <laughs> for the listeners, we just ran into Nick Beasley, if you know who Three that is. Three hours and 15 minutes. Whoa. Oh, I was so close. Yeah. That's not I almost said that. All right, so um, track record on that. Things are going good. Uh, this was a good episode. Thanks for making it a good episode, Jake. No, oh, thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Do, for do you have anything great. you want to plug? Uh, <laughs> oh shit! Um, is your future podcast out yet? <laughs> it's my New Year's resolution is to get that podcast off the ground. We did our part. We made our email. Yeah, you did. <laughs> we did. We made the email. I no, yeah. I listened to the next episode. And I remember you mentioned it, but. It was already taken somehow. Yes, so it's very strange. Unsolicited advice podcast, the number one at gmail.com. So if you, you have solicited advice, send it to that email. email. Did you consider unsolicited advice pod? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> also, Brittany did it. So, <laughs> And I wrote a oh, letter. You, you should have texted me. I had so many alternate suggestions. Or not a letter, but I wrote an email to the people who hold the email account, and they yes. never wrote me back, so I know they don't even use it. Yeah, yeah. those fuckers. It's too bad. Mm. Yep. All right. But that's the end of our episode, so thank you for listening, and happy uh, holidays. Don't overdo anything. <laughs> I hit it in the morning without giving you half of my dough, and even worse, if I was broke, would you want me? If I couldn't get you, find the things like all of them diamond ring bitches kill gold, would you still go? If you couldn't see the sun rising off the shore of Thailand, would you ride?